On this episode of Just Jana, ways to untech and unplug your kids. This is the Just Jana podcast, a show for mom bosses who are looking for simple strategies and quality information in the areas of fitness, parenting, health, and life in general. Here's Jana. Hi, gang. Thank you so much for joining me on this next episode of Just Jana Stories from a Mom Boss. Today, we're going to be talking about some ideas and strategies to untech, which is going to be an official grammatical word on today's episode, and unplug your kids. Now, just, just for a moment, let's just, if you're not driving, and it's safe to do so, just close your eyes for like 10 seconds. And could you imagine having the ability to literally unplug your kids just for a little bit? Like how amazing would that feel? (laughs) Just, Just to, you know, just unplug just for a few minutes and then plug them back in. The reality is we cannot do that. And you know, look around, just look around. Um, Kids, like little teeny like little teeny kids that are in their car seats they are swiping and they're pressing your your you know your access code for your phone they know this stuff you guys and so you know my husband and I often talk about oh you know if if they could just grow up in you know the way we grew up you know how cool would that be and but i mean the reality is it, it's not the 1980s and we do have technology and it can be used for some pretty amazing things we just have to find ways to you know and yes there's ways to you know control it we can monitor their screen time all those all those kinds of things but how can you get your kids excited about about movement i um as some of you listeners will know back a few months ago i launched my online pilates studio called the meta district and so one of my clients jasmine she is always sending me these awesome emails about how her son loves to do her half hour workouts with her and in fact last week she just sent me a message and she's like um, he just loves, you know, he was like, come on, mom, we got to work out with Jana. And don't you just love her smile? Like that just warmed my heart because this, you know, young man, I believe he's nine years old. He has connected with Pilates in this really unique way that, and you know what? Yes, he does play other sports, but it's a way for him and his mom in half an hour to connect with each other and move, get some breathing, get some blood flowing. And, you know, whether you're nine or whether whether you're 99, Pilates is just a really great way to make sure your body is moving as it should. So I want to share some ways that, you know, some of the things that I have done, my husband and I have done to try and get our kids to make movement and not just not not necessarily sports or working out, but just make movement a part a part of their day. Um, so obviously, when you know they are growing up in a household where movement is is really important, they have all the tools they need. They have their foam roller, their Pilates arc, their magic circle, their theraband, their fascia release tools. They have uh, a block a block for block therapy. 
And they're just conveniently, we just keep them in our in our front room. And what's really cool is that um, I'm sure you've heard of the concept of, you know, modeling behavior. And so Jason and I usually in the evenings will grab a magic circle or maybe we'll lay on our fascia release block um, and just, you know, in front of the TV as we are watching TV, instead of sitting on the couch doing nothing, we're still enjoying our evening TV entertainment, but we are working through, you know, various stretches and releases and things like that. So that is the first thing that I want to mention to you is that uh, the little people in our lives are like sponges and they want to mimic our good habits. And if you allow them to see you being active, then that is half the battle. Last Around last Christmas, my family had what I call like a little mini crisis. Um, you know, one of our sons was not well. And there, you know, any relationship, family, work relationship has its ebbs and flows. And I just felt like our family needed a bit of a reset. I don't know if you guys have experienced this before, but we sure did. And one of the things that we talked about was we wanted to move more, but we looked at it from the perspective of our tech. And so gone are the days in most cases where you can leave your work at home because you do have, you know, most of your connections on your phone to be doing your work. And it's not very authentic if you are, you know, giving your kids parameters. And don't get me wrong. Yes, as adults, we get the luxury of being able to, you know, control our screen time. But what we found was last year, when Jason and I had our phones down, put away, silenced from supper time to bedtime, we didn't really have to say that much to our boys around their screen time. We ended up being in each other's space a little bit more. And what that's the thing that hit me, you guys. It hit me that I didn't have to like screech at the top of my lungs to get off their phone. Um, it just kind of happened. So as we're trying to as mom bosses, find ways to stay connected to our kids. Because let me tell you, um, you know, the teenage years, not that you can close your eyes, cross your fingers and be excited to see them again when they're in their 20s. That just, that's way too long from 13 to 19 to do that. If it was like nine months instead of like seven years, maybe. But that's not the case. So we do have to actively be a part of that, be a part of that process. And so finding ways to add fun little family challenges into your week um, is one thing at least. And I don't know if it's because we have three boys, but they love, they love being challenged. Probably about like five years ago, I'm sure, was that Jason started these fun little push-up challenges with the boys. And they would do like you know, 10 push-ups, but they would do like 10 in a day. And then they would all after school and after work, they'd all come together and, you know, let everybody know, did you get your 100 push-ups in? And, um, you know, what's really awesome, you guys, is that 
you know, our boys now, even though they are active in sports, they also, in most cases, do take care of their body. And they actually know when their body needs a little bit of assistance. So, you know, they will be the first to say, hey, mom, you know what? Can you make me an appointment to you know, Dr. Ricky or Dr. Lindsay um, for a Cairo, I, I, I need an adjustment, I'm feeling really tight. Or you know what, can I call the clinic and book a massage because, you know, my hamstrings feel really tight. And I think that's awesome. You know, I think I feel like that's an awesome gift that I have given to them is the ability to be body aware. Because let me tell you, there are many men at my studio and clinic that were not taught the gift of body awareness. And they're now coming to us in their late 30s, early to mid 40s. And they're having, you know, they're not able to do the things that they want to be doing or love to be doing because of their fallen arches or because of their knee pain or their back pain. And making sure that our kids have that awareness to what is going on in their body is is really important. And I also think, um, again, it is so easy to grab for an over-the-counter pain medication. It is, it takes extra time and effort, but it is so worth it when they know what a body without pain feels like. Time for a quick break. Top up your water, run to the bathroom if you need. I want to share a testimonial from mom bosses just like you who took a few minutes to leave us a testimonial. Today we're going to hear from Jasmine. Jasmine sent me a message that said, My son loves doing the videos, and she's talking about my Meta District videos. My son loves doing the videos with me and has actually been the motivator. We have to do Pilates tonight, mom. LOL. Has Lead ever offered or thought of offering a parent and child class, which we have? Might be a fun pop-up to try. Not sure if other kids enjoy, but I do know that this is amazing for my son to be a part of. Thank you so very much. Jasmine, that totally warms my heart. Thank you so much for the comments. Leave a rating and review and your testimonial might be featured on a future episode. Okay, now back to the show. I know, you know, my sister has younger kids and they, you know, they spend a lot of time just, just, you know, on their scooters or on their bikes or, you know, outside in the backyard, but they also get to see her, you know, doing her block therapy and her diaphragmatic breathing. And sometimes they'll just, um, you know, start to, to copy her breathing. Or I remember my nephew was so cute when he was probably about three years old, was just, he was just moving his body in a way we teach a class at the studio called eccentrics. And he was actually doing like eccentrics, almost like windmill movements because they were so natural. So sometimes I think as mom bosses, and I'm going to, I mean, you know what, I'm not pointing fingers because I have been guilty of this too. You guys get caught up in the, for, for my family, it was hockey. So we, you get caught up in keeping up with the other families that are putting their kids into extra power skating and spring hockey and this camp and that camp and that camp. And it's sport driven, sport driven, sport driven. And we lose the fact that 
the body sometimes needs to move in different ways. And that's okay. I remember watching Wayne Gretzky on a, it must have been maybe a documentary one time. And he was just talking exactly about that. Like when he was growing up, you played hockey when you're the not like when spring came and the ice melted, you were done. So you played ball or lacrosse or soccer. And it was a way to develop different movement patterns and sensations in your body. And you weren't moving because you were trying to make a certain level of team or you weren't moving because you were, you know, trying to get the last spot on this roster of this invitational camp that your dad or mom wanted you to be noticed for. You were moving because you loved to move. You love to run fast and jump and climb. And we don't do that anymore. And I think our kids just need to be reminded of that sometimes. We spend um, lately in, in the summertime, our game of choice, our family game of choice has been spike ball. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with spike ball. I mean, it started out on Shark Tank and our boys love spike ball. Someone usually gets mad by the end um, and goes storming off. But in the moments where we were all kind of playing together, it is awesome. And so what is it for your family? You know, maybe it's throwing the Frisbee around in the backyard, throwing the ball for your dog, whatever it might be. But even having a little bit of a family discussion around this, moving your body creates special endorphins that help you to focus and make you want to grab your water bottle, eat that healthy snack, fuel your body in a different way, sleep better. It is critical that these tools be a part of our kids' lives just because everyday, just an everyday routine. And whether that means needing to structure it where like there's no TV, no tech time, we're going to do this. I know for some families that might not work. For my family, that you know, that structure doesn't always work. I don't want it to ever feel forced. And I don't want you to ever feel like making your kids move is like a punishment. You're going to take away their phone so they can be moving. You don't want that, right? Um, You want movement to be something that they love to do because trust me, seeing bodies in all the different decades of life, right? The people that are at my studio and clinic that are owning every single day of their life physically, and they are in their 80s and 90s, they are such inspirations. And you know what, you guys, we don't have the need to be physically active in our activities of daily living like we used to, right? We don't have to, I mean, I have to walk down the street for my mail if I don't get it as I'm driving by, but I don't have to I don't have to go searching for food. I don't, I mean, I have my little garden boxes in the backyard that I can get to in the summertime when we're growing our veggies, but I don't have to really work that hard to put supper on the table or none of that is part of, is part of our life anymore. And if we can get, you know, a little bit of that value system set into our kids early on like Jasmine is doing with her son. I just think that our entire society, when you think of healthcare and wellness, um, visualize a walk-in mediclinic, all right? I always say to my clients, when I visualize a walk-in mediclinic, I bet you that 80% of the people sitting in that waiting room to see that doctor are there for 
headaches or back pain, some sort of like fitness or movement issue that doesn't actually need a prescription. It just needs a good dose of movement education. And if we can start them young, maybe we can make an impact on that part of our society. And wouldn't that be inspiring to know that, you know, you did your job as that mom boss to make sure that your kids understood the value of, um, of movement and, you know, maybe walking to school instead of picking them up um, every once in a while. Those really basic things, walking to the park with, a, you know, a garbage bag to do a little bit of, of cleanup, those really basic things. And really, that's all I wanted to to leave you with today is that because of some of the really inspirational stories that I have been hearing from the moms of the Meta District that whose kids have been watching them do their workouts and whose kids have been joining them or, you know, the mom bosses that call our studio and say, have you done, have you thought about doing a, you know, a mom and son class or a mom and daughter class? I salute you because it is a skill that will stick with those little people for the rest of their life. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope I just gave you some food for thought, okay? Um, this was not meant at all, you know, to be preachy. I just wanted to give you the facts, the facts about simple movement strategies, ways that you can you know, maybe plug into those little people a little bit different. Instead of unplugging them, let's plug them in a little bit more with some good movement, some good breathing, and just a way that they can, again, be connected with their body. It's a really important skill for them to have. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I will catch you on the next episode. To get in touch with Jana, go to leadpilates.com or for information about her online studio, head over to metadistrict.com. Recorded and produced at Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Please give me love. Listen, it's what we're hoping for every day of our audience, our fans, our customers, that they listen to who we are, to what we are. But it only happens when your idea is delivered well in a way that makes them feel the message. Using every audio resource available today, Sound Lounge by T-Bone takes the intention and captures it, enhances it, and presents it to your audience with power and purpose. Whether you're shooting a movie, recording a song, crafting a brand, or simply putting a story down for the future, consider T-Bone. Dedicated to the craft of audio engineering, he will deliver the attention your project deserves. Sound Lounge by T-Bone.